the Biden administration has canceled $1.5 billion in student loans via borrowed defense. And this is also how to apply. So make sure to listen or watch this whole thing completely through because apparently this article actually goes over how someone can go and basically apply for this as well or some other options that might be available to you that you may not know about. So pay attention to that. And also, if you know someone who is struggling with student loans, share this video and it might be able to help them out. Okay? Because this is very important. Student loans are freaking horrible. So President Joe Biden campaigned on canceling up to $10,000 in student loan debt per borrower, but federal student loan forgiveness legislation has proven difficult to enact. While widespread student loan cancellation may still be out of reach, the Department of Education has been able to approve $1.5 billion worth of student loan discharges through borrower defense to repayment. So borrowed defense is a program offered by the Federal Student Aid or FSA office to forgive the federal student loan debt of borrowers who were misled by their higher education institution. This includes schools that engage in misconduct and violation of applicable state laws. So the, the Biden administration has approved borrowed defense claims for approximately 92,000 students, which is crazy, who attended for-profit colleges like ITT Technical Institute, Westwood College, Moreno Schools of Beauty, and the Court Reporting Institute. Under the Obama administration in 2013, students filed similar claims after the closure of Corinthian Colleges. Like these are basically like uh, for a lot of times like colleges that are like you see ads for constantly online. So keep reading to learn more about the borrowed defense rules and what you can do if you don't qualify because there's also different options available to you. So alternatives to borrowed defense include enrolling in an income driven repayment plan, researching other student loan forgiveness and refinancing your student loan debt. So if you decide to refinance your student debt, you can visit Credible, which, you know, is sponsored by, well, it basically sponsors Fox, but is owned by Fox as well. Kind of odd. But, but but basically, this is an option, but I'd personally only do this if I find no other options available to me. And the reason for that is because typically refinancing doesn't necessarily solve the issue right? Because you still owe that amount of money, right? And then sometimes you could end up getting screwed over in refinancing as well. So how to apply for borrower's defense. You may qualify for the borrower's defense to repayment program if you attended a school that has a history of misleading students about the quality of their program or earnings potential. For example, the Education Department discharged the loans of 18,000 ITT tech students who claimed the school misled them about their employment prospects, their job placement, their rates, and the ability to transfer credits. So to apply for borrowed defense, you must fill out an application form, which, let's see, what does this actually show? Okay, so this is actually the form on here. So 
to those that listen to this or that are watching this, what you want to go to is this uh, URL right here. I'll probably put it into the description of this episode as well so you don't actually got to uh, look it up. Because I'm not going to say the whole darn thing. It's going to be pretty annoying. I'll just copy and paste this uh, this link and put it into the description of this episode. So you can just click this link and literally look at the form yourself and download it. It's a PDF, so make sure to actually click on it and check it out, right? So, okay, let's get back to it. So you need to provide transcripts and other information regarding your school, as well as the collection status of your loans. You also have to prove a basis for borrowed defense by including promotional materials from the school, including brochures, enrollment agreements, websites, and emails, the name and title of the school officials who misled you if known, what information the school did or didn't provide, why you believe you were misled. So it takes about 30 minutes to complete the application process, and you can find more frequently asked questions on the FSA website. So let's see, what is the FSA website? Okay, so studentaid.gov slash borrower dash defense slash. Okay. So what to do if you don't qualify for the student loan forgiveness? So just a fraction of America's 45 million student loan borrowers have qualified for student loan forgiveness under the Biden administration. While it's possible to ask the Education Department to reconsider your borrowed defense application by mail, you have other options if you don't qualify for a loan discharge. So you can enroll in an income-driven repayment plan depending on the type of federal loans you have, and you may be able to limit your student loan payment to 10 to 20% of your disposable income. You could also apply for additional forbearance. That the FSA offers up to 36 months of federal student loan forbearance through unemployment deferment and economic hardship deferment. If you have private student loans, get in touch with the lender to see what kind of forbearance program they offer. And you can research alternative student loan forgiveness programs. Some of these include the Public Service Loan Forgiveness, the PSLF, the Teacher Loan Forgiveness Program, Total and Permanent Disability Charges, and Closed School Discharges. Now, to keep this in mind to those that end up like are watching this and listen to this, right? I would highly avoid the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program or the PSLF. And the reason for this is because there's been thousands and thousands of people that try to do that, where they cross their I's, cross their T's for 10 plus years, right? Because the requirement is supposed to serve like an undeserved community for 10 years, right? Making less money, right? And basically only like a few of like, I don't know, like maybe like a, a handful, maybe not even a hundred people really, out of like nearly over a hundred thousand people actually got approved for this forgiveness thing. So I would completely avoid this public service loan forgiveness thing. Just work in like a field to make as much money as you possibly can and don't even bother with the whole public service thing, right? Now the teacher loan forgiveness program, I don't know too much about that one, but I still wouldn't put all my eggs in the basket for that, right? Now, the total and permanent disability discharges, right? 
I would actually be willing to try that out if you are truly disabled, right? Like if you are already basically taking disability, if you're already taking like social security because of your current condition where you can't actually even work, I would go and do this because you have a much higher chance to completely getting everything wiped out, especially if you could prove that you are incapable of working, which is very rare for someone. But if you could prove that, if you could prove that you're totally and permanently disabled, you have a high chance of actually getting all of your student loans forgiven, right? And then also the closed school discharges are actually another viable option for people as well. For example, if you went to like an art school and that art school literally closed down, guess what? You don't owe them any money. Like it's pretty like point blank, but it's actually a pretty good option, right? So out of all of these, I would look heavily into the total and permanent disability discharges, the closed school discharges, and the income-driven repayment plan. Now, the reason why I would want you guys to potentially like look at the income-driven repayment plan is that you can basically structure your payments in a way to where you have more cash flow coming in per month so that you could like basically free up your life to potentially make more money, right? To then end up going and going after it, right? Because you might be in a very specific situation right now, depending on how your loan is structured, to where the loan itself is literally making you live paycheck to paycheck, right? But if you were to like structure this into only more of like a 10 to 20% of your disposable income, and then you're able with that like extra breathing room, you're actually able to go and find a better paying job to help you pay for your student loan debts or to basically get another job or your partner ends up getting a job to help you out, that's a much more viable option that has a long-term likelihood of you actually being able to completely pay off your student loan debt, right? So I think the income-driven repayment plan is actually very important that people need to really think about. And again, this is a very rare situation that some of these can actually end up working, but it's worth it to try. That's something to keep in mind. And again, for those that end up are uh, wanting to refinance their loans, be careful because sometimes it's not actually going to be worth it for you. That being said, I would rather have private loans than federal loans, just to be honest. I'd rather have private than federal. Now, also that being said, I would not want to do forbearance on either one of them. And the reason why I wouldn't want to do forbearance is typically when people do forbearance, they end up getting super screwed over, right? And a lot of people don't really think about that. But if you were to really actually like factor in your habits plus how much you're actually going to end up owing at the end of it, you're going to start to realize, whoa, I'm going to really screw myself over if I do forbearance, right? Which is why I prefer someone to do basically that uh, income-based driven repayment plan, which by the way, is not great still, right? Like this still isn't that great of a situation. This is more so if you just happen to be in a situation where you're living paycheck to paycheck right now, 
I would do this just so that I could have the breathing room to be able to go and make more money, right? This is just really give you breathing room, this income-driven repayment plan, because you don't want to stay at that point where you're barely making any money to where you're barely being able to actually pay your student loans because you'll pretty much never be able to pay your student loans by doing something like this, right? So just keep that in mind. So is student loan refinancing right for you? So private student loan refinancing can be an effective way to find student loan relief, stay out of default, and save money over time. So according to data from Credible, creditworthy borrowers who refinance to a shorter-term student loan on Credible were able to save nearly $17,000 and pay off their college debt 41 months faster. Borrowers who refinanced to a longer-term loan reduced their payments by more than $250 without adding to the overall cost of the loan. Right, And you can check out Credible, which again is like owned by Fox itself and all that kind of stuff. However, student loan refinancing isn't necessarily right for everyone. Borrowers with federal student loans stand to lose federal protections like income-driven repayment plans and administrative forbearance by refinancing to a private loan. So still not sure if you should refinance your college debt. You can reach out to an experienced loan officer at Credible, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, so either way, it's an option. So if this can help out anyone, go share this with someone that you know that is struggling with federal student loans. And this might end up helping you out. And remember, I'm going to have the link in the description for the actual form that you could actually check out and also download as well, right, from their actual website. It would be a little link straight to the government's website. Now, also, if you want to learn how to just get out of debt and manage your money so that you can live a much more free life when it comes to your finances, you could go to 40 to learn how to get out of debt, which anyone of any income level can learn how to do in a very simple to understand and easy to follow along and stick with method. And we'll see you in future episodes. And again, hopefully this has helped someone out out there. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.